2: A major gimmick match could be returning to WrestleMania. A SmackDown star is returning to Japan. And a wrestling legend made an appearance at a WWE live event this weekend. For Monday, October the 31st, 2022, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. The biggest event in live entertainment under the bright lights of Hollywood.
0: I can't wait. Time for, the show. Time, for the time for some action. We the biggest attraction.
1: The Everybody
2: tuned in. you can feel the movement. It's, it's time to Los Angeles hosting into years. WrestleMania. It's nearly upon us. WrestleMania just a few months away. A two-night event on April the 1st and April the 2nd. And it looks as if a major gimmick match could be making a return to the grandest stage of them all. Now, we spoke last week about how WWE are getting rid of the Hell in a Cell premium live event. Triple H, very precious about the Hell in a Cell match and wants it to return to what it was before, a floating gimmick match that is used when required, as opposed to a weird sort of gimmick match speed bump that it currently is. A similar fate could be in line for the Money in the Bank Premium Live event, which has been part of the calendar for several years now. And instead of it being its own standalone event, the Money in the Bank match could once again be part of WrestleMania. This is, of course, how Money in the Bank started it's life as part of the WrestleMania lineup before going off to become its own standalone pay-per-view event. And I, I for one, love this. I love the idea of Money in the Bank becoming the, the annual WrestleMania event, this, the, the part a part of the Mania two-day festivities. It gives us an excuse to have a cluster ladder match that are always very well received. And why not have the briefcase be won on the biggest stage? It then adds intriguing storylines for counting down uh, to the the cashing in of the briefcase. You could have somebody win it and say, "I'm going to cash it in at next year's WrestleMania." Possibilities are endless. So the moving and the shaking of premium live events continue. With Money in the Bank possibly, according to Sports Kida and a few other sources, returning to be part of WrestleMania. big talking point from the weekend was Shinsuke Nakamura's New Year's plans. It was revealed yesterday that on January the 1st, Pro Wrestling Noah's New Year's event on January the 1st at Budokan Hall will feature the great Muta competing against an old enemy, in SmackDown star, Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura making his first appearance for Pro Wrestling NOAH since 2013. Uh, the great Muta, Keiji Muto, uh, defeated Nakamura to win the IWGP heavyweight title back in 2008 in Osaka. And which, that ended Nakamura's second run as champion. And these two had some great matches. And they're going to do it one more time as part of Muta's uh, retirement tour. As he bows out from 40 years of wrestling, he will now have a match with WWE's Shinsuke Nakamura on January the 1st. This is a really exciting bit of business. This is WWE working with Pro Wrestling Noah. I've made plenty of jokes on the Coltolic Classic Smackdown review. You can tell by the way that I'm talking. I have a smile on my face. You can, uh, you, you can fill in the blanks yourself on that one. Will Ospreay reacted to the news on Twitter, saying that Shinsuke is so mad that the international title is gone, he went to NOAH instead of New Japan. Everybody blame Naito for being a greedy twat for starting this bullshit. <laughs> Lovely tweet by Will Ospreay. Um, it's happening. NOAH featuring a WWE star on January the 1st. Not any ordinary WWE star, but Shinsuke Nakamura facing the retiring Great Muto. A lot of interesting movements between WWE and wrestling in Japan over the past few days. Not only the deal being struck with pro wrestling Noah, as we just talked about, but Carl Anderson from WWE is off New Japan's battle autumn. New Japan. Pro Wrestling putting out a press statement saying that despite efforts to negotiate, Carl Anderson will not be part of this weekend's event to defend his never openweight championship. Now, he's not had the title stripped from him, but New Japan apologize uh, for the situation. They say, We apologize to fans who've been looking forward to watching Anderson wrestle. And after a challenge from Yujiro Takahashi and at the direct request of Hikuleo, Osaka will now see a non-titled special singles match between Takahashi and Hikuleo. New Japan Pro Wrestling holds its champions up to the highest standard of professionalism and we deeply apologize for the inconvenience and disappointment caused by this matter. Had a great deep dive into this with Rich Kreich from Voices of Wrestling. You can hear that on the Cultaholic podcast feed right now we dropped it on thursday staying with battle autumn ftr's opponents for the iwgp tag team titles have been revealed it'll be the great okan and jeff cobb of the united empire who have accepted the open challenge from ftr for the titles khan calling the champs pitiful cowards for only ever facing them in multi-team matches and refusing to meet in japan up until this point That match will go down this weekend as part of Battle Autumn. Let's move to AEW and Ring of Honor. FIFL Select give us an update on the Ring of Honor contract situation, saying that not everyone who was on Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor and anyone who's competed for Ring of Honor-related angles is signed to either a tiered or full-time deal with the promotion. There are several talents who have been officially signed to tiered deals or full-time deals, that being Josh Woods, who we saw recently, The Kingdom and Bandido also offered full-time contracts. Uh, Dalton Castle, who has competed in recent weeks, said that he hasn't signed anything for AEW has been working on a freelance basis. That is something that is set to continue for the time being, at least. Back to WWE now. We saw Emma make her WWE return on SmackDown this past Friday. And Fightful has learned that WWE is interested in several women bringing back, uh, as well as Emma. Tegan Nox is another name that Triple H is keen to have back on the books. Knox got released about a year ago, hasn't wrestled since then, and was reached out by Fightful ahead of Clash at the Castle, saying that visa issues prevented her from being a part of the show. Those visa issues uh, may or may not be sorted, but certainly looking like she might be part of the the picture going forward for WWE. Uh, WWE have also uh, numerous sources within WWE have also responded to some rumors that appeared over the weekend that they were setting up a match between Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt. Uh, numerous sources said that WWE wanted to put Bray and Roman together as the two top stars on SmackDown, uh, fight for select. Say regarding those rumors. Uh, one source in WWE Creative claimed it was false. Specifically, they said, where would we go from there? Another noted that they had learned from the Fiend run and they weren't going to do that again, which is delightful to hear. Uh, i tell you what was delightful on the weekend. Uh, WWE put on a show in Mexico. Uh, Santos Escobar got to honor his dad, as did the WWE Universe, as wrestling legend El Fantasma. The father of Santos Escobar accompanied his his son to the ring for his match against Dolph Ziggler. Santos picking up the win and then celebrating with his dad at the end of the night in front of the live Mexican crowd. You absolutely love to see it. A very heartwarming moment for all concerned. Check out the Holic podcast feed later on today. Unfortunately, no episode of the classic Smackdown review today. A thousand apologies for that one. Had a bit of a uh, a scheduling issue come up once again, but we'll be back to normal next week and all will be back with Jackie Orlando and myself. Uh, you do have a special podcast dropping a little later on regarding the PWI 150 uh, for the for the for the brand new year, we have the 150 greatest women's wrestlers on the planet ranked by Pro Wrestling Illustrated. I've got Kristen Ashley, who was one of the writers who assembled the list, and we go through it: some of the movers, some of the shakers, some of the controversies surrounding that list as well. Uh, we'll have a deep dive into the PWI 150 with Pro Wrestling Illustrated a little later today on the Cultaholic Podcast feed. Following the success of the smackdown segment on friday featuring the usos corpsing i asked the genuine question should Sami zayn beat roman reigns it's a little piece to camera little little a little piece of uh, journalism that i put together for the youtube channel you can check that out a little later on today right now waiting for you on our youtube channel is a sensational list 101 WWE matches that you must watch. Two hours, just under two hours, and we'll give you 101 matches that you should add to your schedule. I mean, we'll get a lot of time off over Christmas. Maybe that's the time to do it. YouTube.com forward slash... Andrew's back later tonight for a Halloween Twitch stream. Ooh, scary noises. Twitch.tv forward slash Cultaholic to join Andrew on our Twitch channel tonight from 6BST or GMT now. The hours have changed. And for the latest wrestling news throughout the day, you can check out Cultaholic.com. And for the latest podcast, you can ask your smart speaker to play Cultaholic Wrestling. In fact, if you are subscribed to our podcast feed, can I encourage you today... If you feel so inclined to drop a a review, maybe a five star rating on Apple Podcasts helps us find new friends. It'd mean a lot to me if you could. I will speak to you tomorrow. Stay safe and love you. Bye.
0: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.